1: Hello everyone, good afternoon, uh, welcome to a wet Wednesday, this is red Men Daily News brought to you by the Mitchell brothers um, and anything else that you want to call us, I'm just going to call Jack Fabinho, uh, Jack welcome to the show, um, what else have you been called this week?
0: Plenty of names but I, I, I don't know whether I can say them out loud on this show but yeah, um, it's good going bald though, we were talking obviously before going on air, I, I, I prefer it, I got out of the shower today, didn't have to do anything with my hair, don't have to wear a cap to hide the monstrosities under it so I I don't mind it It might be a look that I go for for a long time Ross I don't know about you.
1: Mate you just look like Fabinho to me. Anyway uh, we're here for some news we've got plenty of stuff to get through some transfer bits uh, some stuff on the return of football Uh, we're going to start off with a bit of transfer news Jack and this is uh, coming from the Echo um, who have cited HITC um, and RMC Uh, Sports. Hasim Awar his price has been slashed Liverpool are very interested in signing Leonfielder Hassim Award, but yet to make a contract about a move a uh, contact about a move claims a report. The twenty-one year old has hit nine goals and seven assists this season. He's capable of playing centrally out wide or as a number ten and will bring real creativity to Jürgen Klopp's side. This is someone that we spoke about before. Jack, I think Chris did uh did a show with David Malik once and months ago, like I've got no no perception of time anymore. But it was just months ago, um, and he said he's someone that Liverpool were interested in. Someone that he'd be very surprised if they weren't looking at. And again, just just from that report, there. Okay, there might not be much substance to it, but in terms of his age, the, you know, if the prices come down, as as it may have done with a lot of footballers during this pandemic, uh you know, the versatility of the guy as well. You know, he, he ticks all these boxes. And I think as fans, we kind of look at players now. We kind of when we do our research, we go well but he's not versatile and he's not this age and he's not this price and stuff like, you know, it can't be true, whereas he's someone that does tick all those boxes.
0: Yeah, absolutely, Ross. Um, You know, he's he's very young. He's just 21. His his numbers, with his numbers, it's very easy to see why he's catching the eyes of, of many uh, clubs across the world um, but you know as you say he ticks all the the right boxes for Jürgen Klopp he's, he's 21 years old he's versatile he can play in numerous different positions he's a creative player who who gets the numbers that he's got um, it's it's just as you say it's very difficult at the minute to talk about these sort of rumours when we're hearing that the Werner deal is in doubt because of all the coronavirus stuff and, and we just don't know what's going on at the moment um, but It's interesting because I think at the start of, obviously, all this coronavirus stuff, um, I was drawn to it because I believe it was Dave Maddock who put an article out at the the time of it saying that um, we were interested in Awar and and Werner, but now, of course, um, we might struggle with with everything going on. Um, But I I think he's a player, as you said, that definitely fits the bill and, and would be a player that I'd be delighted to see in a Liverpool shirt.
1: Yeah, it also depends on, on the parts so of other people. that you know, we spoke about this week already and we've all done Red Tunes late, like, like Harry Wilson, what happens with him, Jern Shaqiri, David you know, they kind of make way for players like Awa and, and others to come in. Um, but of course, Jack, it wouldn't be a Red Men news show if we didn't talk about Timo Werner. Um, you've already just, just mentioned him there. Um, but apparently clubs have 12 days to trigger his release clause, um, apparently Liverpool and Chelsea. Uh, Chelsea rims have stepped up over the past two days um, to trigger his 49-million-band release clause at Leipzig. Um, the Germans have been prolific this season, has been looking to move away from the Bundesliga. Um, so we've got until June the 15th. And again, you've just mentioned there, uh, Jack, about uh, David Maneke, he did a, an article last week or the week before and basically said Liverpool are out the race for the team of Erna and I urge people to take that with a pinch of salt because, you know, it, it happens all the time and it's just, as some, someone tweeted him in the replies, it's all part of the dance. You know, we've seen Liverpool do this with, like, Danny Water will be Liverpool number no one goalkeeper. We were in for Allison all along. Liverpool aren't interested in Virgil van Dijk. We are in for him all along. You know, Timo Werner, these rumours have been going on for months. It's almost as bad as the Nabal Fakir stuff, dare, dare I say it, of, you know, it's all part and parcel of Liverpool trying to do a deal, trying to barter. You both just mentioned there about, you know, the prices in, in the market now. What does that mean for Liverpool now? What does it mean for Leipzig? Does that give Liverpool room to bargain? We know all honor Michael Edwards is capable of getting a decent deal. And it's just it's just a big game of chess basically, isn't it?
0: Yeah, absolutely. I, I think it's more the case of not us ending our interest. I think we're, we're having to be patient with everything going on at the minute. We don't know what's going to happen tomorrow, let alone next week, or or, or when Werner's um, release clause is is over. Um, you know we're in a difficult position, just like every club right now, and we can't strike too soon because the the first signing is going to set a precedent for the rest of the, the the market and i think a lot of clubs are probably hoping with their financial situation right now that this refreshes the market and actually um you know the first signing will trigger that um costs come down and, and players cost less and maybe wages even come down too. So it's going to be very interesting. Um I don't think we'll we'll activate his release clause in the next 12 days. I really don't. And as you say, I, I've seen uh, Chelsea rumours intensify over the last couple of days and I don't know whether that's because maybe they're thinking if they need to get in they need to match the release clause and, and that's when they need to strike because Liverpool won't be interested then and, and can they sort of persuade Werner to, to move
1: before we do. It could also be sorry Jack it could be the agent of team.
0: Werner
1: yeah. <coughs> excuse me it could be Leipzig putting store out to put pressure on Liverpool you know again it's all part of the, of the deal isn't it
0: this is the thing we all know Timo Werner wants to move to Liverpool we all know that he wants to come to the Premier League and Liverpool is pre- is, is his preferred destination and him and his, his agent and, and Leipzig will be doing everything they possibly can to try and get Liverpool to strike as early as possible but I don't believe that, that we will uh, anytime soon I, I think we will But not anytime soon. I think we'll wait for this all to be over and and get the season done before we get any deal announced or or even ready. So I I think it's going to be interesting to to watch and keep our eyes on. But I don't think Timo Werner is going to happen
1: soon. Yeah, it's also interesting, not just for the pressure, of the financial side, but like the PR side. I think it might have been Sam Walker, I might be wrong on that, he said it last week, you know, it's not a good look for clubs to go out and spend, you know, 40, 50 million on players, you know, when there's again Liverpool attempted to furlough the staff or use the furlough scheme themselves, you know what I mean? There's and there's other stuff going on. So, you know, you've got to be careful what you do in, in the market. So be interesting to see. Um,
0: I I do think it will happen. I just think we need to be patient and and that's something that I think is going to be very key during all of this and like we've had to be patient to to get our title this year. We're going to have to be patient when it comes to Timo Werner as well. Yeah,
1: we are. Uh, Moving on, uh, Paul Joyce, the gospel of everything, uh, tweeted yesterday, Everton are hopeful the Merseyside derby with Liverpool, we staged at Goodison Park. The club has now requested the Liverpool City Council safety advisory group is convened, and meeting likely to take place next week. And um, we should find out what more is tomorrow, because there's the Premier League meeting. Jack and um, it was interesting because you clocked there and interview with Kelly, Kate on five live yesterday, and they put a social clip out, and he basically said, you know, we've had the, his words were we've had the green light from Merseyside police. So I think it's up to the the governing bodies, you know, the Premier League and and the FA to kind of decide of, of what goes forward with this. But what's your opinion on this? And I also know bit. The people who are listening or watching, are your thoughts of like, are you bothered whether it's a Goodison Park or not? Or, you know, I, I don't think it's just that. I think it's more the case of they've selected some of the games to be at, at neutral venues. Uh, like, and for me, it's I don't know words in your mouth. It's have them all at the more neutral venues or at them all, all the home games.
0: Yeah, there's been a domination of hypocrisy during all of this, Ross. Where, you know. The word integrity uh, has been spoken about a lot and, and especially by the bottom five clubs during this and, and, and obviously the neutral venues thing was was a, a big talking point during this whole process and, and quickly scrapped when the bottom five moaned and, and said that they wanted relegation scrapped if that was the case. Um, I get it, of course I get it. I get why they're, they're saying that with these key games there is an element of risk. There is a tiny bit of risk and therefore, they're, they're slightly against it. However, it would be absolutely morally wrong. And, and that word integrity will come up again if they're to just pick certain games to be played in neutral venues. That that goes completely against integrity. And it's interesting that the bottom five clubs that were moaning that now aren't involved in these games in neutral venues are now very quiet with that word integrity because it doesn't involve them. Um it, it does annoy me because obviously the, the biggest thing is if, if Man City are to lose to to Arsenal in, in that first game back, we could win the league at Goodison Park, which would be a massive thing for our football club. And then for it to be played at a neutral venue, it, it's just wrong. And, and I don't really particularly agree with it. And I, I did a show on Redmond Academy at the time where <laughs> I was a very, very annoyed person at the time. But it, it's just annoying because like Jurgen Klopp says, we can win it anywhere. Winning it's the main thing, um, but to, to have it, winning it in at Goodison Park, or even to win it at Anfield, or at the Etihad when we play Man City, they're big moments and uh, big moments for our football club, whether the fans are in the ground to watch it or not. Um, it's it's about where you win it, and, and you know, sticking two fingers up at the club, we win it against, and um, whether it be Everton or, or Man City. So, it, someone not-
1: made a so a great comment last week on one of the news shows he said, "What well, was it? Be Everton at Old Trafford." If Old Trafford was the neutral venue, I mean, that's just the ultimate piss boiling thing. So in that sense, I think we'd be fine with doing that, wouldn't we?
0: Yeah, absolutely. I, I just think it'd be very weird if, if like, win the league against Everton, but it's at Wembley. And, and you know, I'm not saying that you know, if we if we win the league against Everton, that's a that's that's a big thing in itself. But to win it against Everton, at uh, Goodison Park would be even better. So, you know, I, I do, I am desperate for them to be played in the right grounds, and I think that that's the fairest thing to do. Um, so, I, I hope that most, I believe, and and everyone involved in this does allow it to happen.
1: Yeah, good. Um, moving on, another one from Paul Joyce. Liverpool agreed to let Harry Wilson extend Bournemouth loan uh, into July. Um, Harry Wilson will remain at Bournemouth and help their battle to beat the drop. Liverpool agreed to extend his loan until the end of the season. It's also it's all kind of just it feels a bit like a non-story. This chap, but I brought it up anyway because I thought of the bigger picture of. You know, Harry Wilson said before. Like, you know, we did a a, a news show, uh, Reds News Roundup last week on Jernic here in his future, and you know, we talk about Minamina coming into the fall, Chamberlain. We got all these midfielders. Lalana's gonna go. Like Harry Wilson, like never gets mentioned. You know, like you've obviously watched him a bit because he's he's been on loan and stuff like that. But like, do you do you think he's got a future in this little full side? No, uh,
0: in all honesty, I, I I don't think so. I think he's shown this season exactly what we want him to show, and and that's getting his market value up. I don't think he's good enough for our squad. He brings something different, don't get me wrong, but I think I, I, there's, there's just something that doesn't fit with with me for Harry Wilson and I think what he's done at Bournemouth this season has increased his value and, and will get us more money for him and I think that'll be it and maybe that money that we get for Harry Wilson will go towards Timo Werner. Um, we we don't know, but
1: I, it's I also do... what he wants as well, isn't it, Jack? Because I think if he comes to Liverpool, like you know, the, the challenge is going to be greater. But he's playing regular football for Bournemouth. He did really well at Hull as well. You know, wherever he's been, like he, he, for me, he can't do much more to try and, to try and prove himself. You know, he's done well, but again, I think you're right. I think you know, you look at players that you know, Adam Alana or people like that. You know, this local sides, <laughs> the, way were, the way they were going, they surpassed players like that, and that's not a disservice to Harry Wilson just you can't try and fit in to this liverpool side which is incredible
0: He's young, he's,
1: he's,
0: he's fresh and he's perfect for a club like Bournemouth and there's going to be so many Premier League clubs that want Harry Wilson and, and that's the thing, there's going to be so many, there's going to be an abundance of, of Premier League clubs that are ready to give Harry Wilson regular first team football and I think for him uh, at such a young ripe age that, that that may be something that he's interested in, we've seen this season how important his goals have been for Bournemouth, he, he's he's helping them, well he's trying to help them, them stay up and, and he's going to be very important and I think this is why this one's the news because he's an important player for Bournemouth, if Bournemouth want to stay up Harry Wilson is, is going to be an important player for them and his, his goals this season have already been very important from them, for them yeah. we also be- know the sort of player that can score from any position he can score a free kick, he can score from a dead ball situation when Bournemouth aren't really expecting it or, or aren't forcing it, they, they may be under the caution, and then he scores a free kick so I, I that, think that's
1: it- a perfect summary of Harry Wilson we did, it went to a pre-season game this year and I'd literally tear around to Tom, like, the only players not doing anything for me is Harry Wilson. And literally three seconds later, he scored a screamer. Against Leon, so it just shows what he's capable of, and I, I think it kind of falls into that Coutinho thing of of scoring them screamers and having something else in the locker. But I think you know, there's still expectancy on Naby Kite, is going to come good. Chamberlain again, you know, this recovery period has been good for him to get back to kind of full fitness and regain that. So, you know, you think a competition for places for Harry Wilson, that I struggle to see him, him fitting into the side. Um, just two more bits before we get to some of your comments uh, today. The Liverpool Football Club is 128 years old, um, which is incredible. Um, I just wanted to know your people, the people at home. Um, your earliest memories of Liverpool Football Club your favourite memories of Liverpool Football Club uh, get them all in the comments below uh, if you're watching this on Facebook I'll get, I'll get to them as well uh, or on Twitter uh, and if you're watching it on YouTube get them all in and I'll, I'll reply to them at some point later today uh, the final story Jack is Jurgen Klopp is preparing to shock his Liverpool players uh, for the return of the Premier League Hang um, I'm going to get an advert on this. Uh, Jürgen Klopp says his local players might be in for a shock when Premier League resumes in empty stadiums because they'll have nowhere to hide from his shelter. Um It's an interesting story, Jack, because I think, you know, you kind of think, you know, empty stadiums, we don't really hear much, you can't really see what's going on. Most of the time, I bet the players can't even hear the bosses or, you know, you've got the options to kind of turn, turn, turn a deaf ear to, like, you know, Anfield's dead loud, I can't hear what, you, what you're screaming at me. But, you know, Jürgen Klopp he's going to have these players pumped up and ready to go, and, you know, crowd or not, and whether the TV cameras can hear or not, I think he just strikes me as a man who who doesn't really care. In that sense, he's, you know, he's got the job done and kind of screw everybody else.
0: That's one of the things I'm looking forward to the most, Ross. I'm I'm looking forward to hearing Klopp shout from the touchline. It's it's going to be interesting to hear what he has to say during the match, but I I think it's very interesting. We've seen, um, obviously, the clip on Twitter going around of of him shouting, Play football! yeah. in a match and I think Correct,
1: really, it's, it's going to
0: be it's going to be very interesting to 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 hear and that's not just you and Klopp but lots of different managers Pep Guardiola and and you know it's going to be interesting to to listen to these managers and, and hearing the instructions to, to the players during the game and I think it's been good in the German league we've heard shouts from the benches but obviously my German isn't very good so I haven't been able to understand but when it comes to English and and I I think it brings in a tactical element as well, because obviously the opposition players are going to hear it a lot more. So that's another side of it. Um, We've seen in in Germany they've used the masks as well on the bench to to sort of hide what they've been saying. So it's going to be interesting. But it is one thing I'm looking forward to hearing clock bellowing from the
1: sideline. Well, you might not hear it on the TV, chat because the reports earlier this week said so they're going to use FIFA 20 sounds on on these things. So we'll have to wait and see. Anyway, let's get to some of your comments. Uh, we've got two on the hair. Michael Walker says <laughs> says right said Fred had been reformed. Fucking hell! Thanks. Uh Benji March says, watching these two is reminding me to buy a pack of eggs. You're welcome. Um, on team of Verna, let's move on very quickly. Uh, Rob D says, given the virus situation, let's miss the release clause date and then get him cheaper in the summer, which I think is what Liverpool are planning to do. Uh, Johnny Walker says Verna's in the bag, just like number nineteen is. We need to start looking at additional signs to improve and increase squad quality and depth, so we do better in cup competitions. Just signing Verna isn't enough. That's probably something I agree with, Jack. And you know, we mentioned you know if Alana goes, you know if Verna comes in, what does that mean for Shakiri? What does it mean for Rigi? You know, there's, there's lots of these, these places that are kind of off for of grabs and I, I kind of agree with that. You know, there's a lot of football being played. They've had this big break you think of the intensity, we don't know when next season's going to start yet, so, you know, what's the break, their actual break going to be, like, in, in between seasons, going into more competitions, you know, adding that depth, I think, is, is really important, and I know there's the addition of Curtis Jones as a kind of had a breakthrough season, so you can probably include him, Necco Williams, you can probably include him in there as well, Harvey Elliott, kind of, kind of, borderline, what I wouldn't see him as a kind of 13 squad member and stuff like that, but it's important to kind of go into the market, and, you know, I think Liverpool are pretty, they're pretty proactive, aren't they? Um, you know, when it comes to making signings?
0: Definitely. Um, there's been some talk of us not making a signing because of obviously the, the whole coronavirus stuff, but I, I think that would be difficult because then that's two summer transfer windows on the bounce that we've not made any signings. And as you say, the, there's there's more there's more competitions these days to, to compete in and Jürgen Klopp has already um, said that he's not happy with the amount of football that's, that's being played and then... It, as you say, there's there's a there's a smaller preseason possibly, and then you've got Afcon coming into it, and the Euros next summer, and the World Cup in in, in 2022. So we, we're going to need more players, and and if we've got a lot of players heading for the exit door, we, we're going to need to get some more in. Um, as I do think, as as, as you mentioned, Curtis Jones, Neko Williams, Harvey Elliott need to be included uh, in the first team squad next season, and, and we'll get more first team minutes. Um, but if you've got three or four going out, then we need two or three or, or even four coming in as well to, to yeah. make, make sure that we can maintain playing very well a, a, across a lot of competitions.
1: Yeah, there's also an Amino, we haven't mentioned in there, you know, he's he's in there as well, but I do agree we do need some more. Uh, last one on Team of Vern Stephen Somerville says, if Liverpool really want him, like they say they do, they have to act within these days to get it done. This side needs goals next season so that in the front three can get a rest at some point. I, I, do you know what, ultimately, Jack, I do agree with that because there's a slight danger of in the Chelsea rumours, whether, whether they're true or not, you know, as soon as Chelsea, if they've could got the, they got the money, you know what I mean, they've got the hazard money still to spend, you know what I mean, and obviously they're in the same situation, but, you know, if they need a forward, they're going to go right. sound, we're, we're going to go and do that, there's a danger that Liverpool might miss out.
0: Yeah, I, I think it's it's it comes down to a point where we're desperate for Timo Werner, I think he's our prime target this, this summer, um, but I think also Timo Werner is is, is definitely uh, is definite in the fact that he wants to join Liverpool as well. So I, I think it changes the point. We don't have to rush to meet that release clause anymore because he's so desperate to join us that we can wait and get him for cheaper when, when all this coronavirus stuff has, has sort of got a bit quieter and things are looking better. So I don't think we need to rush. But... That Chelsea thing does worry me a a bit. But if Timo Werner is as, as desperate as he seems to join this club, then he'll be happy to wait till we're ready to strike.
1: Yeah, of course he will. Um, on Harry Wilson, Stephen Somerville again says, if if Wilson is looking at a future at Liverpool, now is the time for him to kick on and help Bournemouth and stay up in the Premier League. I a goal scorer that he can be. If he can't, then he should just leave. Charlie Webster says, I think Wilson should just go to a club like Leicester. I think he'd fit him pretty well like that. And Brendan Rodgers is good club working with younger players. And Ben Jamin says, if the stadiums are empty, it doesn't matter where the games are played. And something that I said yesterday, Jack, just just before we go. I have like... <laughs> I can't go to the games. I can't go to the pub. I can't go go to my mates and go and watch it. I can't go to my mum and dad's to go and watch the game. Like so wherever the games are played, I'm sat around watching it. Do you know what I mean? It doesn't make any difference to me.
0: Yeah, I, I do get that. It, it sort of has the an FA Cup semi final sort of vibe though, doesn't it? Where it's at Wembley, it's a big thing, but why? Why why does it need to be semi-final need to be at Wembley? Um it, it's it's one of them where at the end of the day, yes, it, it doesn't really matter. But it does matter because we won't be winning the Premier League at Anfield. We won't be winning our our Premier League at Goodison Park if we can do that. Um, but at the same time, as, as you say, I think the main thing is a lot of things aren't the same as we wanted them to be. But ultimately, we're going to be winning number 19. So we, we've still got to appreciate that over it. Is.
1: Yeah, and what a way to end the show there. Thank you very much for listening and for watching. Uh, me and Jack are off to go and record a right-side Fred track uh, this afternoon. Uh, we'll be back on Friday with more Redmond News, um, which will have all the reaction from the Premier League meeting on Thursday. So we'll see you then. ta wrap.